on Mondays, we deal with mental health on this podcast, and I, I were big proponents of it in case you're brand new. We, every Monday, we do Mental Health Monday, right? Um, but one thing that I'm sure popped up in your mental health journey, or at least just in the back of your mind, is like, should I get on medication for anxiety or depression? And that's, a, that's kind of a tough question to answer, right? But luckily, we have a therapist friend that will talk us through it today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. We get three principles. We live, laugh, and love my mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. We laugh, we laugh, we laugh, we laugh, my mom, Nancy, Nancy, ding dong. Hey, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, my brain's like a little mush right now. I Listen, I always enjoy people come to visit. It's always great. But I just realized that like I need so much rest on the weekend. Like if I don't get it, like my brain is just like blah, blah, blah. We had to push back the recording of the podcast like 30 minutes. I just need a nap. Good news is though, I did not get murdered over the weekend. In case you weren't here this weekend. I'm alive. I'm alive and well. I'm just tired. Um, yeah, I, I told you on Friday's show that I, um, I had met, uh, met a girl on Instagram. Um, I don't even remember when, um, sometime in the pandemic and we just kind of hit it off and like, we just became friends. Uh, and she flies for free and she's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe uh, I was like, you should come out here and just hang out sometime. And so I didn't know if it ever happened this weekend. She did. And we had a really good time. I was told you I was pretty apprehensive because we've never, I mean, what a weird year it was for everybody, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and so I guess it's, you know, some people, I got a couple of different messages of people that have, have met really good real life friends over Instagram. And I'm like, that's cool. So it was, it was surprisingly not that weird. Oh. Um, I was kind of worried that things were going to be like awkward or strange or uh, I, was like, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about. But I guess it, her and I, have, you know, FaceTimed or text enough um it just didn't seem it just didn't seem bizarre so Mm. we um we had a good time uh we just kind of showed around the city uh Mm -hmm. went over to the aquarium Mm -hmm. um and uh, went out to dinner and i don't know it was it was i was honestly exactly what i was kind of hoping for yeah um i didn't quite know what to expect you know like how I, i i've never gone from like a friendship um, online to a friendship in real life before, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but no, it was completely good and I had a good time. I'm just a little groggy, just a little groggy. Yeah. Right there. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, it was fun. I'm it's glad. Always, I'm glad you had a friend and got out to see your city a little bit. Yeah. It's, and it's us also, honestly, what was, really nice for me was uh-huh. that I could like, I know the city well enough now to mm-hmm. like say like where, you know, like, Oh gosh, this is over here. And we should go over here. Like before I'd just be like, I don't know where anything is. I'm not yeah. sure where this, I'm not sure what that, but like, I guess I knew enough about the city of like where we could go, you know, like different restaurants. Yeah. And, uh, today we went over to, um, over to Patterson park, which is this big park over here. And we walked Kiki for a little bit. It was really pretty outside. So it just felt a little more, uh, a little 
more home, you oh, know, like a little bit more home. So good. That was really fun. And um, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. There's nothing really like monumental happened this weekend. Um, just that's just it. Just hanging out. Yeah, that's home. a big ha- part of your home is having friends. I know. Well, I mean, hopefully eventually we have like, you know, people, friends that live here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but it was just a, what a weird last year it was, you know, mm-hmm. of like, uh, no, not, not the having best time to relocate real way, to a new you know, city. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. No real way to make, you know, real life friends. Right. So I just think it's kind of cool how like something, you know, could, you, you could, you know, have, have conversation with somebody, um, on the internet, but then it still feel fine in real life, you know, like just, that's just really cool, so, honey. So that was good. Yeah, that was good. It was fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, um, getting in bed. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm very, very much ready to get in, uh, because it's what five thirty, five forty five now. Uh-huh. Uh, very much ready. So to, this uh, podcast will be 15 minutes yes, today. Be very, very short thing. <laughs> but you know what, mom, I'm going to ask you a question. I don't know how many, this came up in conversation as her and I were walking to dinner the other night and, um, she was mentioning how she, um, I told you she flies free everywhere. So she's kind of telling me all like the kind of the places she had. So I'm assuming she, she works for the airlines. She doesn't No, She ha- well, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, she has a connection with the airlines, I guess. Okay. I say. Okay. Uh, so she, uh, yes, yeah, so she can basically whenever she wants, she's telling me all these like cool trips she's been able to go on, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, um, we started talking about Maui, about how she goes to Maui. Mm. Um, because, you know, from San Diego, it's not far. And I was like, oh, I love Maui. She's like, yeah, you know, I, I love Maui too. Um, she's like, here's a fun fact about me. I was actually conceived on Maui. I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. And oh. then I was like, it's kind of interesting. Like, I, it's kind of weird to know, like, where you were conceived. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh-huh. kind of strange. And then I was like, I literally have no idea where I was conceived. <laughs> And I was like, knowing the Yancey family, it's nothing that extravagant. But I feel like maybe at age 37, hmm. I don't know if it's a weird thing to find out about yourself or not. Hmm. But where was I conceived? In our bedroom. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to have a very exotic story to it. I hate to burst your bubble. Yeah, you could at least. Um, I could make up some grandiose story, but nope. Mm-mm. No, that's it, huh? Nope. You Just all three started in the same place, different wow. bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> no, no wild trips, no, no nothing. Just no. over at Norcross. I, I'm genuinely curious how many people know where they were conceived. I just thought that was such an interesting thing for like I never really thought about before. You yeah. know, like it never really crossed yeah. my mind. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really come up in normal conversation. You know, about like. <laughs> You know, this or that or whatever, you know? So, uh, there you go. I went I to college here and I was conceived here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not in your normal, in, in your normal conversation that would I, not come up. I don't think. That's I think what I'm wondering. Ever, anyone's ever talked to me about Like, that. do you know where you were conceived? No. I have no, no idea. So but I guess it's, it's like, it's like somewhat interesting, you know? Like, yeah. it's kind of strange that we kind of go through our whole entire lives and, and some of us don't know, or maybe most people do know. You know, mm. I don't know if a lot of people have like an idea of where they were conceived because to her, it was just like very commonplace to know that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we can start that discussion this well, week. I think if you you'd want be to. more apt to talk about it if it was something exciting like Maui. That's true. Not just <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, she at wouldn't home. be just walking along and go, oh, you know, I was conceived in my parents' bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of wild. Uh, anyway, I don't know if you know that or not. I don't know if you know exactly where you were conceived or not. Um, but if you you got a story for us, uh, and maybe it's something, I mean, I, I would hate for like, you know, life to pass me by and me to never find out exactly <laughs> Where I was conceived, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, now you know. I'm kind of glad I know now. I mean, okay. it's not exotic, but <laughs> I'm just going to change the story. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I'm just going to change it to something way more fun. I know, I know how you change these stories. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, um, uh, we last week we were talking about, my mom has like what she calls, what do you call it? Your gift closet? Like what the hell is that thing that you call it? Yeah. We were talking about how um, she goes to the thrift shop and every now and then she'll find something that she feels like it would be a good gift for somebody. Mm-hmm. And so what she does is she um, she goes and she, uh, she'll, she'll buy it and she'll just put it in a closet. Mm-hmm. And um, when somebody needs a gift, she'll just pull it out and there you go. Um so I said, listen, can you go take pictures of the things that are actually in this closet? <laughs> I'm genuinely curious, like what kind of stuff you have in this closet. And uh, you did. And you put I it did. up there. And um, I, I, there's just a couple of things I think we need to discuss in here. Um, okay. <laughs> of like, do they actually make <laughs> good gifts? And the certified fans actually was funny. It was kind of split, wasn't it? Don't you think they could the comments on the, well, on I the think certified? More of them didn't like. Well, maybe no. It was probably half and half. Yeah. I think it was about half and half. I was surprised yeah. how many people actually were completely okay yeah. um, with thrift shop gifts. <laughs> Now, you have to understand that every gift I give does not come out of this gift closet, only if it's appropriate for the person. Well, what? Okay, let's let's just go through some of these pictures right here, okay? Mm-hmm. So the first one I have is some type of green. It looks like maybe a candle it's stand. It's a candle. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who would that be appropriate for? Um, I would probably – I would give all of those things to Margot. Okay, and 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 why? And why I would give why that, did she, actually, I would give that to my friend Gay because she likes lime green and has a lot of lime green in her house. Okay, so you're that. I was wondering like what mm-hmm. it was about it because mm-hmm. you also have. An, and I go to the next picture. There's another candle stand. Uh huh. Um, also, this one's black and white this time though. Uh huh. So Gay would not get that one. No, she would get the green one. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> then there's like this. Um, it looks to be like a gourd of some sorts. Oh, I actually bought that for Joel and Shirley, and then I decided not to give it to him. It is a gourd. Yeah. It's a gourd, and it's carved out, and it's a little bread basket. Okay. And um, and, and why did you think of them when you were at the thrift shop and you saw that? What was the – Because it was Halloween, and I thought that was fun for the fall. And <laughs> okay. they might actually use that. Because they okay. used to have a lot of their family over. All and right. Put rolls in there and keep them warm. Um, let's go to the one that looks like um, maybe baby Jesus was born in it. Um, there's <laughs> some type of <laughs> basket with a, a 
some kind of cloth in it, but it looks like it's all one piece of ceramic. Yes, Is that- that's right. That's a bread basket with a towel in it, and it's all ceramic. It's one piece. Okay. Now, who, who do you think of it's that very one? very cool. I don't who? have anyone in mind for that <laughs> one. I just happen to like it. <laughs> okay. I guess that's fine then. I guess that's... Uh- <laughs> That's completely fine. I should know what went to your head. Anyway, if you're a certified fan, you can go check out the post. It was from. I hadn't thought of that. It's a manger, though. Maybe yeah, I'll no, use totally. that at Christmas and put baby Jesus in it. I, you totally could. That would totally go I as totally a bread basket could. or a Jesus bed. Thank you, Kramer. Would be, <laughs> would be fine for that. <laughs> For that as well. The, I may the do post. that. Give it to you for Christmas. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Interested. <laughs> I'll put it on my mantle. It'll be beautiful. It'll be so pretty. Uh, that post, by the way, if you're a certified fan, you can go check it out. Uh, it was from the 29th of April. So oh, there it is. Um, I have to tell you though, that little clay box. That's a little box with a leaf on the top of it. Oh yeah. That's a really cool piece, and it's signed too. And who who does that go to? I don't know yet. No, I haven't found the right person, but I do love it. Um, I don't know if we had the discussion of of people receiving secondhand gifts, that they would be okay with that. You know, I think Um, I got that idea from Ida. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ida's my childhood friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Well, uh, just know my mom sends you a gift. Um, (laughs) Ida is thrift store queen. She taught mm -hmm. me all about it. Maybe Mm -hmm. we should do that for – Certified fans is once a month. My mom gives away something from the thrift shop, <laughs> oh, and you have to take it no matter what it is. Oh, God. Like you don't get it, like, and you don't even know if you want. It's just going to be shipped to your house, and then you open Jeez. it, and you're like, "Oh, a, a baby Jesus!" And bed. it'll say it'll have a card from me that says, "Love you forever." Love you forever. Hope you enjoy this thing. <laughs> Good luck figuring out what it is. And you, can, you can have it. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do two things really quick. Number one is um, thank you so much for voting for us for Podcast Magazine. Uh, I got the news on Saturday that not only are we still the number two podcast in the country for the month of May, which is amazing, but we told you that May was going to be a very special edition of um, Podcast Magazine they were going to be the top moms in podcasting. And so I was like, come on, like, this is like literally the mom podcast, right? Like, this is exactly what this is. <laughs> oh, and uh, guess what? She uh, she did it. Number three mom in all of podcasting, Nancy so Yancey. Crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy to me. Isn't that wild? Are you kidding me? I mean, like, really? Wow. That's so cool. Out of all there the moms. Must not, there must not be very many. Well, no, I don't think that's <laughs> true at all. But I think that, you know what, honestly – um, cause I was talking to Jeff about it. And I was like, uh, who was number one then? Like, because Jeff, uh, Jeff and Callie, by the way, were number two. Yes. Um, well like, deserved. So who was number one? And honestly, I haven't gone back to look at, look at the episode yet. Uh-huh. Um, or the edition of the magazine yet. Uh-huh. Um, but apparently the number one mom in podcasting also happened to be the cover story. Uh-huh. <laughs> so oh. I think there may have been some insider help. Uh, mm. To make sure that uh, that mom mm. was was number one in podcasting, so we'll oh, say that would have been a bummer, wouldn't it? That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So I think I think my mom may actually be the second mom in all podcasting. 
but we'll take it for three. We'll go for three. You know? We will. Thank you all so much Isn't for that cool, voting. Though? That's so it cool is, to me. It's just, it's just amazing to me. Yeah. I just can't believe it. I'm just so grateful to all of you. The coolest that loved community. me enough to take the time to do that. Right? Yeah, I so love that. Sweet. So um, sweet. Okay, so that and it's Maryland Monday. Uh, we I give you one fact mm-hmm. about Maryland because nobody knows anything about Maryland unless you live here. Um, your Maryland fact of the day is the Maryland state flag is actually the oldest flag in the nation. So like, out of all the state flags, Maryland had the first one. It's kind of a crazy flag. I don't know if you've seen it before. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot going on with it, but uh, it's the oldest flag in all the nation. We had the first state flag. So Wow. Well, Maryland cool. Monday. That's cool, right? Yeah. I can't wait to come out there. Yeah, you're going to be here. What, about a month? About a yes. month's time? Gosh, yes. And you'll have even more time to know about where to go and what to do. I know. I honestly, yeah. so let me say this too about this weekend was I, because um, she's vaccinated, I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, to officially today, by the way, is my two week. Yes. Like you're vaccinated. Yes. Um, yes. And I got to say. Uh, I, I was able to, I mean, cause we went, I mean, literally we walked everywhere this weekend Oh, um, great! on Saturday. I, I ch- went back and checked my steps on the iPhone. I uh-huh. took 23,000 steps Wow! on, on Saturday. Like my feet Uh-oh. are killing me right now, to be honest with you. Um, uh, but we, um, we, it, it was like, I was out and about and outdoors. Like I don't, didn't feel too nervous. Good. I was really nervous and like I was, you know, afraid of okay. like how my, I might feel. And um, they lifted the mask, outdoor mask mandate here last week. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. We'll see. And honestly, I felt pretty dang good. All things considered, like I was able to, you know, walk around people and, and not. This is all outside, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, but I wasn't like really freaked out. Obviously, in the aquarium and. Other spots we went, where else did we really go? Everything else is pretty much outside, I think. Um, you know, restaurants and stuff, but I really not a problem. And I felt really, really, really excited about that. So, oh, it's so great, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone get your vaccine. Yeah, oh, it's it was so cool. freeing. It was very cool. So freeing. All right, let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, Mom. It's Mother Teresa, the real Mother Teresa. We ourselves feel that what we are doing is just a drop in the ocean, but the ocean would be less because of that missing drop. Hmm. So I think that, you know, we think sometimes, oh my gosh, what can we do to make the world a better place, to make life better, whatever. We forget that it's the little things that we do with everyone we meet that makes such a difference, a kind word, a smile. Now that we can see our faces, let's all smile at each other. That's right. Um, It just makes the world a better place. So no matter what you do for the good of humanity, it makes a big difference. If everyone just did one little thing every day, the world would be a beautiful place. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> just by you saying Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. uh, it's Mother's Day week. I just realized mm-hmm. that. So, you know, in case um, are you a mother, <laughs> uh, happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess in case we don't hear from you later on this week or you don't hear from us, 
hope it's a great Mother's Day weekend for you. Mm-hmm. I know Mother's Day isn't always the best holiday for everybody, so I don't want, also want to just That's glamorize right. it, you know, for those who have lost somebody or yes. maybe it just means, means something different to you. Um, yes. Hope it's an okay day for you. Hope you can make it through it. So just before I forget, because we always recorded, you know, a couple of days or a day ahead. So I'm always like, I just don't want Friday to roll or Thursday to roll around. All of a sudden we're like, oh my God, I forgot to say happy Mother's Day. So mm. P.S. I said happy Mother's Day. Um, but it's true. I and mean, that's honestly why we celebrate little victories, you know, mm-hmm. is like sometimes it's just the little things. It's like the absolute yes. littlest things. But like if it didn't happen, you know, like imagine like how life would be. It'd be like yes. it'd be a little less. It'd be a little less and a little less and a little less. Yes. Um, so I think that's important for you to remember as you're going into your week. It is like every little thing that you do matters. I mean, it does. And, and, and you matter. You know, you're, you're a big part of this human existence that we have, right? So there you go. All right. Uh, Mental Health Monday here in just a couple of minutes. So hang on for that. Uh, first, BetterHelp is back on the podcast this week. And, and again, you never know what's going to trigger you. You never know what's going to be a big problem, a big deal in your life. Um, it's funny because you sometimes you think things are over with and it's, it's not like it's, you know, things like, for example, Mother's Day can be a big trigger. If you've lost your mother, uh, or maybe, maybe you've lost a child, you know, Mother's Day can be, can be triggering. I don't know what right now may be preventing you from being happy. Um, but maybe Mother's Day is a trigger, whatever's going on in your life, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, or self-esteem. Uh, you know, I just want you to know that you, uh, you got a place you can go. BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a great spot. It's a great spot for you to go to be part of uh, professional therapy right from your phone, from your computer. Go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. We we'll get 10% off the first month, okay? Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. It is Mother's Day week, um, and hopefully you're getting something nice for your mother. I also want you to remember that if you are a mother, this week is a week to treat yourself to. It is a, a week to, uh, you know, treat yourself. Treat yourself. It's Celebrate the fact that you've been able to uh, to raise a child, to keep a human alive for however many years now. I mean, that alone deserves a special gift for you. And I want to recommend to you our friends over at Bear and Bloom. Make yourself feel beautiful this Mother's Day. Bear and Bloom is a luxury hair and skin line, uh, product line that it's not a luxury cost, especially when you use my coupon code. It's so reasonable. Um, they're the most amazing family. Savannah, by the way, is a mother of two. So happy Mother's Day to Savannah as well. Uh, but they are, they're such a great family. They literally just came up with this themselves because they, they needed not only one, they're an interracial family, so they needed products that's going to work for the whole family, but they were tired of using these chemicals. After Savannah's pregnancy, she was having all kind of weird reactions, her body was, and she wanted to heal herself naturally, and they knew that by putting all this stuff in your hair and your skin, it's just not the way to do it. So uh, they literally formulated these special um hair and skin and baby products that literally are from nature and they're great. And uh, I think you're going to dig them. So many people in this podcast use Bear and Bloom. I use it. Uh, one thing I want to recommend to you, mothers or anyone else out there, actually, you know what? Maybe today we should focus on baby, baby products from Bear and Bloom. They have baby products. Uh, they have the Club Areola, which is a nipple butter. They have the uh, the Diaper Flurry, which is the baby powder. And they also have something called Sweet Cheeks, which is a soothing baby balm. So for all you mothers out there, it's a product for your baby, but take care of yourself. I was going to, you know, I was going to say earlier, 
is their um, their glow serum, which is the bouillon. It's a great product. I mean, I used to use the anti-aging product I got from Target. It was all right. It was fine. Like I didn't really know any different. But try bouillon. Oh my gosh. Like game changer for your face. So go to Bear and Bloom. Bear B A R E and Bloomnaturals.com. Bear and Bloomnaturals.com. Mothers, treat yourself this Mother's Day to 20% off by using the coupon code Kramer for all your products from Bear and Bloom. All right, so it's been kind of a a little bit of a cluster today, this show, honestly. Uh, mostly because we've had all kind of computer issues. We somehow lost my mom in the middle of commercials, but it's, it's fine. So I'm sure she loves you forever. You know how it goes. <laughs> so she'll be back on for tomorrow. Let's go ahead and get into our Mental Health Monday, though. Uh, in case you're new to this, this is my friend Leah. She is a licensed the social worker licensed clinical social worker that's what it is uh, she's a therapist and she's been so nice to come on our podcast once a week and just talk about all things mental health and things you would talk to a therapist about but there's something about antidepressants that is still a very taboo topic as much as we're so big on mental health i think people feel insecure sometimes about taking their you know taking anti-anxiety medicine uh, I, d- I don't know where it comes from i don't know where it stems from I yeah. mean, you've you've been open enough to say, you know, that Leah, that you do take anti-anxiety medicine. Which one do you take, by the way? Zoloft. Okay, I should be the face of Zoloft. <laughs> you want to get paid for this? <laughs> we might be able to work out a deal. I'll call them and see if we can work out a work out a little endorsement deal. No. Well, um, no, I, I I have a friend right now that is debating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hear this a lot. With this is basically how the conversation goes. It just happened this week where. Uh, she's, I just, I really just don't want to get on medication. I really just don't want to, like, I just, eh. did you, did you struggle before you decided to get on medication about? No. And I think the reason is, um, because my parents are both in the field, um, Mm -hmm. anxiety and depression, other mood disorders are in my family. Um, and I really do think because my parents are in the field that the stigma, there's less stigma to it. Um, so I'm I'm unique in that. I know a lot of people don't have that experience, but yeah, it was it was like I know lots of people in my family that are on medication. I know, and it's just talked about um, very like non like just not like it's not a big thing. So it's never been a huge issue. Um, and that's what's funny. It's like when when you mentioned pills, I'm like, do I share? And like, I think. But isn't that like that alone right there? Right. Well, I think because I mean, in general, though, I'm not doing stuff like this. Like I'm not doing I mean, up until recently, I haven't been doing like podcasts or these these, you know, use social media to share my experiences. But um, you're right. No, even the hesitation. There's I think I think as a, a professional, of, you know, yeah. it's yeah, it's I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where. Why do you think you hesitated? I think more for my clients, not because they don't, I don't want them to know, but like there's only so much I share and I don't want someone to think because I'm taking meds, they have to take meds or that I'm going to push it on them. Okay. Um, and that's where I try to be super balanced when people ask about it. Um, because I, I'll say, you know, it, it doesn't have to be forever. It can be a tool that you use temporarily to give you that little jump start, right? Like if you're at a, at a, you know, let's say nine on an anxiety or depression level and you need medication to manage it and right. bring you down to like, 6.5, even seven, that's significant shift and will let you do a lot more. It'll sure. motivate you more. It'll help you build the habits and the skills you need. So like, right. even if it's not forever, 
I feel like it can give you that jump start and can kind of give you that buffer in the meantime while you need it. Um, so when people ask about it, we talk about that. I could say, you know, and I always tell them too, cause you know, all of, I mean, unless you're, you know, conservatorship or like mandated, everything's voluntary. So you can go meet with a doctor or a psychiatrist and just get an evaluation or consultation and then sure. you know, decide what you want to do. And I always tell people that I'm like, it can't hurt. Cause you don't have to take anything. Like nobody's right. forcing it to you, forcing onto you. I think people also are, are worried about addiction. Um, and they worry that it changes their personality. Um, I have not once since I've been taking it felt like my personality has changed. I feel how long like, have you, how long have you been on it? Um, start, I was on it when I was younger briefly okay. and then I went off of it. So I wasn't on it very long when I was younger. And then, um, early adulthood, I went back on it. And then, um, I had a really hard time around the time that I took my licensing exam because of lots of different things. And I was like, it was a, I was a mess. And so I actually, I was taking something and it wasn't working. So, so then I met with someone else and we kind of created a better plan. So they've done studies on families and and twins and it, there's a chemical component, there's genetics and and I see it. I see it in families. Sure. Like I yeah. see it with clients and we talk about their family history and it it definitely makes sense. And it's one of those things where it's like if someone's diabetic, will we say don't take your insulin? Like, I mean, right. I, yeah, just, just man up. and <laughs> Yeah. And it was funny because someone like, I remember the di- diabetes. I don't, it wasn't a client. It was like a friend or a, I don't know who it was. I don't think it was a friend. I, I don't know who, but, um, it may have been someone I did like years ago. I remember they were saying like, well, a diabetic, like you'd have to change their, it's all about their diet. And I'm like, well, F off because some people are born with diabetes. What are you going to tell them? Like, right, go back to right. the moon? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. And then, then the other hand too is like, I, there's, I mean, we can get into this, but like people, a lot of folks like, um, marginalized communities have it because of the lack of access to quality healthcare, the different factors that play into their, their health or their ability right. to get balanced meals, right. And nutrition, sure. nutritional food. So it's one of those things where I really don't feel like we place blame. We, we well, in diabetes, we typically don't, we're like, we give them treatment, right? So why not the same for mental health? Sure. Well, yes, there's definitely a different stigma on mental health and other kind of yeah. health conditions for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think this episode wouldn't be fair unless I, I gave my experience with yeah. antidepressants. Okay. So I, um, I personally don't take them and I did for about three years when I was back in Panama city. So that would have been 2007, eight. Uh, I just felt like I, I couldn't ever, I was constantly in fear of things. I, I bounced from one anxiety to another, to another, to another, to another. Like it's just my, it's like my brain was always going to be anxious, but it was attached to the, whatever the the story of the day was, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I anxiety that sounds like. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it was it was terrible. I mean, it was yeah. literally it was terrible. It, it, it was it was awful enough for me to go seek therapy about, you know, actually I went to the, I, I went to the doctor first who then sent me to a therapist. Yeah. Um, I got on. Zoloft first. Hey, uh, shout out <laughs> team Zoloft. What up? Um, and then I, I switched over to name another one. That's like pretty popular, oh, but like Lexapro Prozac. Wasn't that one. Wasn't that I didn't do it. Every Lexapro it was another one. I don't remember. Um, I didn't, I didn't see a ton of results from, um, okay. from, Zoloft. Okay. And so I switched over and I can't remember which one now. Sorry, this would be a whole, whole much more effective. What does it start with? Um, 
Okay. It's been so long. You know, it's been, it's been 10 years. I can't remember now. Lexapro. Did I say Lexapro? I think you already did. I don't, I don't, anyway, I don't know. So I didn't see a lot from Zoloft. So we switched over to a different one. Um, I didn't see a ton of results from that one. Um, I, I can tell you getting on and off was extremely challenging for Mm me. I don't know if you experienced the same things or not, but the brain zaps for me were real and they were very challenging. What do you mean uh, brain zaps? So you didn't have this then. Okay. So I, I had these thing called brain zaps where literally like, <laughs> like my brain would literally zap. Um, I, I, and it's a, it's a real side effect of them. Oh, I didn't um, know that was a thing. Yeah. Some people, again, my body don't ever, don't ever base your decisions off my body. Cause I literally have the weirdest body. I can't, you know, I don't, I can't drink caffeine. I can't drink. I can't do anything. Yeah. Um, so don't ever take me as like the, you know, the poster child of it. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I was so loft apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at this least girl over here. <laughs> yeah. This girl, this girl's thriving over here. Um, I eventually, my doctor wanted to put me on two antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Um, to, it's like, well, you know, maybe, maybe we add this other one to it as well. And, I got to a point where I wasn't down anymore, but I also felt like I was never up either. I think I was just way too over-medicated. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, eh, I don't know. Oh, you know what happened actually was I, um, yes, I'm about two years and then maybe three, and then I lost my health insurance. And so and it was going to be like $300 a month or something. I'm like, well, this ain't going to work anymore. I'm going to have to yeah. switch over to something else. So I got off of it. Um, my Would I get back on? You know, even when I was in the depths of my really dark depression after the Molly, I I wish I maybe wish I would have tried it again. Yeah. I just have a very hard time coming on and coming off of things. So I knew yeah. if, if, if it was going to be a temporary thing for me, it was going to be another mentally challenging thing for me to have to do. Now, yeah. there's people like Leah that I, I don't know. Did you what were your side effects of coming on and off? Um, Gosh, well, this one I've been pretty consistently on for a long time. Right. Um, but if like say like. Sometimes it's headaches. Like if you have a lapse in a couple days or you run out of prescription or whatever, there'll be a headache. Um, that's typically the the side effect that I've had um, when I've had side effects. Uh, I don't think, honestly, and there's some medications that I, I'm not a doctor and our medical provider, so I can't say. There's some that don't have side effects where you can go off of them immediately. Right. So um, I don't really – me, it wasn't bad. So you're right. No, I think every, every body is different. And so like what, you know, Zola for me obviously didn't work for you. And they've known lots of people where Lexapro's that, you know, that, that works for them and right. works for someone else. And it's, it's, it's very odd how it works. And I think that's also why people are skeptical actually, because it's like trial and error versus like, why don't we know which one so like, I think it's one of those things where everybody's different. It is a, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, that's, and that's really, I think you can have multiple people on the same medication. Well, when it comes to your client specifically, uh-huh. when do you recommend they go on? Because that's what my friend's struggling with right now. She's like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, w- I want to try it or not. Like, that's I don't fair. know if I want to like handle it. Well, I think it, I really, again, it's like, it's, it's so it's, it's every person. I think you got to figure out like, where am I at mentally? Like, would you, you know, like how, how difficult are things right now? Right. And I think it's like, if, if something could take the edge off or really help you just like be more clear minded, like feel less a slave to your thoughts or to the depression or whatever, 
I mean, it can't hurt to try. And again, it doesn't have to be forever. But sure. Most of these medications are not addictive, right? So we're not talking about Xanax or clonazepam. We're not talking about the as needed. These are your daily medications. Those can be addictive. So, you know, those are supposed to be taken as needed, literally. So, you know, once a week, a couple times right. a week, not right. daily, not multiple times a day. So right. um, I really think it's like your level, like you have to check in with yourself. Like, am I at a 10? Okay. Like is, you know, how would it feel to be at a seven? Would that really help me out? Sure. And I mean, I think that's the thing. And I, I tell people again, like my recommendation is you can consult with someone. It's hard if you don't have insurance because it does cost a lot, but I would recommend talk to a doctor or a psychiatrist, have just an eval or a conversation about it, and then you can decide and you can ask all the questions like side effects. Um, I, that's what I tell everyone. I say just right. Does it feel you may feel more confident once you actually sit down and yeah, explain your exact situation with families with you know history of substance abuse, and that's like the primary concern. So we talk about that. I'm like, okay, I'm not a doctor, but I do know these medications are are not known to be addictive. But talk to your doctor, express your concerns, share your family history. You know what I mean. I, and so yep. um, that's that's kind of my how I would encourage people to to think about it. And I think too like. If you're not willing to do that, people do do supplements. They do do herbal remedies. I think diet definitely helps. There are people that will look at like your genetics. And if there's like a psychiatrist, there well, a few doctors, they'll look at your genetics and like say what your body needs, like as far as nutrition. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll say this really quick is I actually just have, well, two things. Number one, I have been able to calm my anxiety down a lot with my diet. Yeah. Um, I have. And and the the two things that I have noticed, number one, obviously caffeine, but one that I don't think gets enough attention is gluten. Um, I swear to you, and I I pushed it off for years thinking there's no way. I've had a couple of different people. I finally had a doctor recommend it, and that's why I'm like, all right, I guess. Um, Huge. I mean, for me, it it took my anxiety down like 80%. Now, that's another one of those things where it's it's just your body, right? Like some people, it may not affect you that way. I'm super glad that I stopped eating gluten because it really does. And it sounds crazy. How come bread causes anxiety? I don't know, but it does. And then, of course – Oh, go ahead. Oh, and of course, alcohol too. So like yeah. that's yeah. that can be a massive, yes. massive anxiety. Like that was the worst feeling for me. It's like I'd go drink the next day and have like the world's worst anxiety. But people are more depressed after. So it's really – and it's a depressant, right? So when you right. really break it down, this is a depressant. So you having five drinks, you know, five drinks is not like – I mean, and you are naturally more depressed or you know what I mean? Why, right. why, why do that to yourself? I agree. Also, caffeine, like you said, caffeine really – increases anxiety Amps you up. Yep. yeah and i've had to cut down because i'm a huge coffee fiend and i used to have like four or five cups i just love the taste the smell i love it but then realize like it's <laughs> like i could tone it down a little bit so I could, <laughs> maybe take it down just one notch like maybe instead of four cups changes. i just have two you know like, yeah what, exactly what I mean, but yeah. just just know that like we this this show uh, i want hopefully this episode has made you feel like don't feel so alone. Like I know yeah. it's scary. It's yeah. almost like the vaccine, right? Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, and that's okay. But I, I have got a lot of friends that have seen wonders. Don't let my story deter you, but just know that, you know, it's, it's out there too. It may not, you may not have found the right one for you or whatever. Yeah. It could be, um, it could be, a temp- it could be, yeah, it, it, can, it could be a temporary thing. I think that's what I like to tell people is it can be a temporary sure. you know, support in the meantime. Absolutely. So uh, if you're looking for more mental health talk with our two favorite therapists, you can go check out the Not Your Basic Influencers podcast. Tell us all about it. 
I have a podcast with my friend Elise. She's also a therapist and we talk, it's a Not Your Basic Influencers podcast. We talk about mental health and everything that impacts our mental health. Um, We talk with different therapists and professionals, influencers, people in the public eye that are public eye. Public figures. That sounds really weird. But anyways, it's we do fine. talk about <laughs> we talk about all things mental health and things that impact it. So very relatable, easy conversations. We talk about our own experiences as well. So it's just nice, I think, to to know that other people in this profession that are, you know, preaching or practicing. Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Canva Pro. Canva Pro is the easy-to-use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro. Canva Pro, honestly is a lifesaver if you need to, to design anything, right? You could be a professional. You could just be getting started. I mean, you can boost your team or your own because who has a team? Most of us don't. Uh, your productivity is so fast. Leah, I think Leah uses that for all of her things, Canva Pro. And I, I use it from time to time when I've got to hop on it to do some quick design work. Canva Pro has everything you need in one place, including a collection of over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, and graphics. Canva Pro for me is like, if I need to make a graphic for Instagram, I know I can hop on in just a couple minutes, grab the images that I need, the video that I need, and boom, put it together. It is awesome. So if you haven't tried it yet, you can design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a 45-day extended trial. This is an extended trial for you to try when you use the promo code Kramer, okay? Just go to canvapro.me slash Kramer and get your 45-day free extended trial. It's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash Kramer. Canvapro.me slash Kramer. Today in the good news, we're going to talk about two people, good two good Samaritans that saved someone's life because these are two awesome stories that I found. Number one, there's a mom in New York State who is so grateful for the kindness of a stranger who stopped to help her when her son was suffering a medical emergency. Uh, her name is Susan, and she has a two-year-old son named Casper, and she was running uh, – Casper, by the way, running a super high fever. So she was rushing him to the um, urgent care clinic, and she looked back in the back seat. She saw his head was down. His lips were turning blue. So she went into full panic mode like any mother would, pulled over to the side of the road, and uh, started flagging down anybody that would help her. Like, please help me. Please help me. Luckily, it wasn't long until somebody stopped. It was an SUV, a white SUV had pulled over, and – we got this man literally walked out. She called him his hero, her hero, because uh, a man she'd never met ever. His name is Ryan. He told her just to get in the car, and he drove her to the uh, the Mount St. Mary's Hospital as fast as he could. So while they were waiting for the doctors to tell Susan that he was gonna, that Casper was going to be okay, uh, our buddy Ryan stayed right there with him. Turns out, by the way, Casper only had something called uh, roseola. Roseola, which I'd never heard of before, but apparently parents, it's a common virus among kids. She's so thankful for the Good Samaritan and says, uh, I wish I could give him a reward or something, but nothing seems like it would be appropriate for saving my child's life. I mean, you could try. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it would just, I would just hope that somebody uh, would act the way I would. So that was nice of him. Uh, okay, hero number one. Hero number two. This is a Santa Cruz teenager being recognized for rescuing a man who was drowning at the beach. His name is Zade. Zade was surfing over in the Sunny Cove when uh, when he spotted a swimmer struggling in the waves to to stay stay afloat, and he rushed over to help. It's a 17 year old 
says the waves were super strong and about six to eight feet high. But he got the young man onto a surfboard so he could breathe. Zade says that the guy couldn't uh, really tread water or anything. And he then told the teen it was his first time out in the ocean. So the tide was high, but Zade actually managed to keep him afloat until rescue uh, until the rescue swimmers with the Central Fire Protection District actually arrived. They... Um, they got the man back onto the beach, and just minutes from my, um, uh, just minutes by the way, had just few minor injuries. Thanks to our friend Zade, who was able to go out there. Witnesses are calling him a hero and say that he was, uh, he was though. It's like, well, I don't know that I'm a hero. This was the thing about heroes. Like, I don't know, I'm a hero. Well, yeah, you are. Like, that's really amazing. Um, he says that he was doing what needed to be done, even though he lost his surfboard during the rescue. He says he would do it all over again. Why do we not have a GoFundMe for this man's surfboard right now? You know what I mean? I think it's totally deserved so shout out to our buddy zade thank you for doing the right thing i was conceived in my parents bed do you know where you were conceived was, was that a thing i didn't realize too this is funny because i guess there's two type types of types of contraceptive right there's like the or contraception there is like the unplanned one and then apparently there's the other kind where like you're very much planned it's a very serious act and scott bennett Knows all about that. A comedian for today with made me laugh. When you're trying for a baby, that's one of the least romantic periods of your life. It is. You know, I knew when my wife was ovulating because she started to like me again. <laughs> it's just transparent. It? it took us three months to conceive as well. No matter how much you love each other, after that amount of time, the sex act is eerie. It's silent, isn't it? It's just two people, two miserable people, just working on a project. <laughs> Sorry about your seats there. <laughs> Just banging away. Mentally you drift off. You're not even in the room. You've gone. I remember looking down thinking, I'm going to have a bowl of cereal after this. <laughs> Get this shit out of the way. I'll be having them cocoa pops. I even once said to her out loud, out loud, I said, have we got you that quiche in the fridge? <laughs> it was behind the Ackles, love. There was a full quiche. You're throwing it out. Do you know what? I can't finish. I'm too angry. <laughs> I refuse to make babies with someone who's got such a cavalier attitude to leftovers. Have the best week ever, okay? Thank you so much. Appreciate you for being here. I'm going to go get some sleep. You, if you don't mind, are going to go vote for Podcast Magazine because we are doing so well staying at that number two spot. And just know that's super amazing. It's super important for our podcast. If you'll just text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8, uh, we'll keep it up there. We'll keep it up on the charts. And it's, listen, that award, by the way, it's not for me. It's not for my mom. It's for our podcast community. You know, like, look at us. Look at us. The guy that was fired from his radio station and now he's out here and we've got a podcast with a community that's like just the best I don't know sometimes it's just like I'm like wow I feel like I really step back and like, we have a community that voted our podcast number two and have done it for months and months and months you know like where are all these big podcasts where's the armchair expert or the girls gotta eat or whatever like they're not on here because, because we don't have the same community that we do. We have such a special thing going here. So thanks for being a part of it. Text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. I got to go to bed. I love you. Bye-bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. 
Love you forever.